Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, guess what day it is? It's Wednesday. Married at first sight night. Married at first sight fright night. Wednesday. Uh, (laughs) My God, Uh, when they said there were seven days left, I was like, what? I mean, till decision day, still several weeks for us, which for those of you wondering, decision day, um, we got the a little schedule to, to help us out uh, is the 17th. May 17th is D-Day. D-Day. And, yeah. And then the week after that is when they start those uh, aftermath of decision day, which I'm kind of excited to watch those TBH. I am too. I don't, I mean, listen, I'm not going to say anything that I think I haven't thought in the past. I just kind of want to get to decision day because that is the day, but then I want to see the shit that happens after. Yeah. I like the stuff that happens after. So we'll be, before they do a reunion, they're doing like three episodes. Um, so we'll be watching and covering those obs, depending obs. on what happens. We might add some other shit to them. Um, you know, if they're if they're real juicy, then we'll just spend the whole time on that. If not, we'll just be adding stuff. But I think there will be some some juice. Um, well, between the the juice and then my feelings about everything, <laughs> I'm not sure that there'll be time for me to live a normal life between now and what, June? I, I know, know. I know. Seriously, it's going. Um, tonight was a actually a pretty good episode. Some of it really I can't wait to talk about. Kristen Nicole at mini golf and like and what my husband did during that. I cannot wait to tell you, but I'm gonna hold I'm oh gonna save God. it. It was one of the funniest mm. things I've ever seen. Um just real quick, you know, we have our podcasters group on Facebook, which has a weekly thread about married at first sight. And obviously, other than the thread, uh every other day people just post in there uh, different things, married at first sight related, not married at first sight related, join it. It's called Are You My Podcasters? We're Are You My Podcast on Instagram. Um, and follow us both on social media. Sarah Colonna One on Instagram. Mary Radzinski on Instagram. If you happen to be in the Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City, May 4th through the 6th, I'm going to be at Bricktown Comedy Club. BricktownComedyClub.com or SarahColonna.com has your tickets. May 4th through the 6th. Got to come Go. see me. Go see Sarah Colonna in Oklahoma City. You will not be disappointed. It will be the best decision you've made in a long time. Gosh, thanks, girl. Yeah, it was kind of a last minute ad. So as many tell your friends, get your butts out there so that I have some people in the seats. Um, And you know what I never tell you guys is that I have a line of stadium approved bags. And I know a lot of people are going to concerts right now. And I always talk about it on Juicy Scoop when I'm on that podcast. And I never talk about it here. And I have like the highest percentage off for the rumpers. It's code rumpers, R-U-M-P-E-R-S, all caps for 22% off. So it's clutchwomen.com. They're approved for, you'll know, go to the site, four by five by six by five. If they say you need a clear bag, they almost every place allows a four by five by six by five non-clear bag. That's why I made these. I'm married to an NFL player. This is where I came up with it. Anyway, if you're going to see Taylor Swift, you're going to want one. You're going to want one. You don't want to walk in there with your clear bag. Anyway, so that's clutchwomen.com. Well, 
I would also like to add to your clutch, uh, your clutch bags. They're super cute. Whether I mean they they are for that reason, but they're also like they're so cute for just all the time. They're like the perfect size bag. Yeah, and like, you could good, do like a fanny. You could yeah. do like a crossbody. They're the best. Oh, look at you jumping in, being my being my well, spokesperson. I have to say, I mean, we'll get off this, but there was a time when I basically ruined. Uh, an entire evening because I was drunk and paranoid about trying to get my bag into an Eagles game and I didn't want to get rid of my bag. And so somebody was like, put it down your pants. And, you know, I'm a very big rule follower. So I was just like, I was having, I had an anxiety attack over this. And if you know me, I'm not fun to be around in those situations. So just go to clutch women and avoid all of that with people like me. There you go. Um Solid mm-hmm. pitch. Oh, mm-hmm. Mary. Girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to, I, maybe we start off with Eris and Jasmine because although it was a nice episode for them, there wasn't a ton that happened. There was some good movement yeah. on them, but I feel like let's ease, let's dip our toe in with Eris okay. and Jasmine. Um, okay. Wet our know. beaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, sure. I, look, I thought it was, Great, because we saw in the last episode he had to leave early, the couple's retreat, um, or leave for a night and then come back for work. So he missed her. He did. He did. But he couldn't say those exact words, could he, Sarah? It was it was just right there on the tip of his tongue. <laughs> she kind of had to drag it out of him. Um he said it by saying, I missed like the hair on the floor. And at first, I, I, I think mean. we all thought he was talking about Duchess's hair. And then he was talking about hers. And she's like, oh, so you missed me. And he's like, yeah, she she had to drag yeah. it out of him. But, um, you know, he did. He obviously did. And as m- odd as that may sound, I get that in some ways. Missing something so unexpected, something saying, God, this person, either their mess or their you know, hair on the floor or whatever. Um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty, I don't know. I thought it was good. <laughs> I like, it was, it was good. No, I, I agree. I'm glad that he felt something. I'm glad that he felt an absence, you know, or there was that there was something because I do think some people it's either, you know, again, that whole absence makes the heart grow fonder or out of sight, out of mind, you know, like, hey. So, I mean, yeah, it must have been a good reminder for him. Is it that he just got used to having somebody to go home to whether it's Duchess or Jasmine, because that's a nice feeling. You know what I mean? I'm not sure we identified exactly what he missed. You know, I think he missed the company. Yeah, I think he missed the company. And I think that's, but that says something because uh, you don't have to know what you miss. But if you wake up and you miss somebody and their presence, that's a statement in itself. You don't exactly have to finger point exactly what you missed about them. That's just, oh, okay. Actually, really enjoy well, having that person in my life. I mean, he even said on after party, yeah. he's like, "I'm not trying to go back to these streets." Right? That's made me laugh. He does yeah. make me laugh. He is funny. He I is bet funny. you Jasmine wishes he would finger point her. You know, and then <laughs> he would. Even though that's not how you say it. Listen, I don't think she wants I, him to finger point her at all at this point. I think she's 
She just wants yeah. to see if there's any connection. She's not, let's, let's not, let's not feed uh, Eris's ego that she's dying for him to touch her. At this point, I think she just wants to see that he can make progress in connection. That's what I think. Well, and I think that they've showed that. I think he's shown that. I think, you know, when he said the kind words to her last week at the dinner and that yep. was brought up again, you know, I think that was that paired with him missing her makes me feel positive about them. You know, I don't I feel like I needed that dinner too in my memory for <laughs> yeah. this to also feel good, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, but like you said, I it's it's yes, he said he missed her. I'm trying to be positive about it. Obviously she couldn't get him to care about her climbing the pole. Um, until he actually saw the video and on after party, he looked a little more impressed because he was yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. OK. <laughs> He's like, oh, I get it. That was hot. Um, but he he's got that that dry sense of humor. They're playing Connect Four. She's trying to tell him about climbing the pole. He just basically wasn't kind of really listening. And then he's like, well, you didn't win at Connect Four or whatever. But she, and she really wanted him to care. But I think. There's just this block in Eris where he's just he's always going to go a little bit joke, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I want you know I think that's something that a lot of us do when we're kind of uncomfortable. Again, I don't think he's supernatural with the cameras there. I did love though that she was trying. She's not somebody. She's a she's a humble lady, you know. Like she's not somebody who's going to be a, a braggart about something like that. And when she was like, yeah, so you know, I won. I was like the best one. Then he didn't really get it. She's like, so yeah, I pretty much fucking killed it out there. Like just trying to get him just like, um, yeah, I basically owned and dominated the space in which I was and you didn't see it, but he didn't bite, but I'm glad I, that's when I'm glad there are cameras so he could go back and see. I know. I know. She was up. I feel like she was, it was almost like her rage room, that pole. It was almost <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they should put his picture at the top of the pole with like a target. That's probably what she saw. That's what motivated her. She scaled that pole like a fucking cat. Oh, I wish they would have played that music again. That song they played in the rage room before. That's the sound of freedom. The rock song. Oh, I wish they would have played that again just for me. But Married at First Sight doesn't seem to do anything for me um, to make me happy. They just like to upset me. And then bring yeah. me joy and then frustrate me and then bring me joy and then start it all over again. So, and just, and yeah, confuse you, <laughs> lose some footage and then do it again. Yeah. They had a nice talk. Know. She talked about how, you know, his kind words caught him off, caught her off guard. And he, of course, had to joke that his, <laughs> his goal was to make her cry. So I... Again, yes, he's just, he goes to that. I'm a little bit that way too. So I do kind of get the, I'm uncomfortable. You're telling me how you're feeling good. I'm going to make a weird joke. Um, right, right. And not even that weird. I mean, they're, fu- but I think she enjoys that about him. They, there was a lot of laughing. Um, but yeah, you know, she yeah. wants him to, she wants actions. She, she was happy about the words, but as she told the group, uh, it, it, you can say anything, but whether or not I see some, some action is what's going to make the the difference here. And, you know, she's she's certainly I think whether she's found her voice, she's finding her voice and she's speaking up and she's 
you know, like he sort of requested at one point when they, I forget when it was, when the group was like, well, what do you need from your partner? And, and Eris said, I need Jasmine to continue to speak up and sort of say what she needs, et cetera, et cetera. And I think like she is doing that. And she's also acknowledged that it's, we talked about it before that it's been a problem in the past. So, I mean, listen, as much as like, I'll hear like Gina or somebody be like, yeah, we're putting in the effort. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. I do think Eris and Jasmine on their own, at their own pace, they are both putting in a, a decent amount of effort. I agree with that. I, I think um, she has, she is rightfully frustrated with his pace, but he is, I think, I believe him. I don't, I don't think he's full of it. I don't think whether or not we agree with his physical attraction issues, whatever it is with him, we can't do anything about that. But I do believe at his core that he's being honest, that he would like to see this work, that he has respect for Jasmine. And I just don't, I just don't see where their personalities align is the problem. Other than a couple giggles together, which Shaq and Kirsten have too, but I'm like, but you guys aren't ever going to, you're never going to work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I went right back to pessimistic. Sorry. That didn't last long. It's because you are a truth teller, Sarah. We can only shine shit for as long as, (laughs) I don't know, we're, I don't know the end of that. There isn't one, but I, I think that, um, what you just said, wait, made me think of something. Oh, with with Eris and Jasmine, his do you think like the sense of humor piece? Because he seems very again, we've talked about this very dry. I feel like he has a really good like, again, under the radar sense of humor. And does she not? Not that she doesn't get it because she laughs along, but it's more like the oh, you you're crazy versus like truly thinking it's funny. Yeah, I can't tell. I don't know. I I mean, she seems to be laughing with him. Um I I have no idea. Yeah. I don't that one I can't tell. I just think that she thinks I think she believes he's funny and wishes that he could be more more of the stuff that he did at dinner last week and she's just looking yeah. for that. So, when yeah. she said she needs him to create that safe space for her to speak up because last week she admitted, okay, this has been a problem with me in other relationships. He's not just coming up with this. So, I don't know. I mean, listen, yeah. the two of you seem like nice people. Yeah. I don't think you're going to work out. <laughs> but chances are good probably not. No. But I I have I saw some so I see why they, no, I don't. I was going to say, I see why they were matched. I, sometimes I do, but then I, then it goes away. So I just don't know that I, I, again on after party, when you see Eris, he's a little more relaxed and he's a little more comfortable, I think in discussing how he feels. And, um, I, I believe him when he says he's, he's not really wanting to date again and probably waking up and seeing the hair and stuff like that, whether or not it means it's, Oh, it's because it was Jasmine's hair or if it's like, Oh, I had, I have a partner now and I don't want to go back to that. I mean, I remember dating someone when I was, I mean, this was in my twenties too. So talk about being dramatic, but I was just like, God, I don't want to fucking date again. After we broke up, I was like, just the idea of dating again, would it have just been easier to be with that person? Um, I don't want him to do that. I don't think he's going to. Right. I don't think right. I I don't think she would allow that to happen to her. 
You know what's a real bummer is that I would say these two have had the most positive interactions um, this week and last week that they have the entire season. And you and I couldn't feel more like shit about their <laughs> the outcome of their trajectory of where they're headed, of the brick wall that is just getting closer and closer. Because I feel the same exact way. I want to feel hopeful, but there's no way. No. She's going to... Jasmine at this point is going to ride the wave of the kind words he said at dinner last week. She's going to put those in her spank bank and use them up until decision day and then move on with her life. Yeah, I can agree with that um, assessment. I Not a bunch more happened with them. I, I, I want, I'm, I'll talk a little bit more about him for things that he said about Clint, which I liked on After Party when we get to them. But maybe it'll do it. Let's talk about Kirsten and Shaq. Um, because these another, two, uh, do you have another wall you want to bang your I, head? <laughs> I swear uh. to God, these the two of them talk to in circles so much to the point where she she says that she just wants to talk more, and he doesn't. He's not willing to talk more, and he's like, she keeps me up till fucking three a.m. talking, and then I have to get up at six thirty, and then even on after party, she said, well, we've only done that like three times. And everyone went, well, it's only been six weeks. So, so far, once a week for half the time, you've kept him up till 3 a.m. to talk about your feelings, which, by the way, if you're not a 3 a.m. person, that's not that wouldn't go over well for me at all. I, I, I get really like, I don't know, like, I feel like my blood pressure goes up when I talk about this whole versus communication, communication and that's it, it gets brought up that or she basically is like, yeah, we need to still have deeper conversations and see where this marriage is going and blah, blah, blah. And Shaq's like, well, yeah, you've been saying that for weeks now. And he said he actually said he's like, we have been talking, you know, and then and then when he he pointed something out where she needs to have the conversations all the time to learn something deeper about them. He said, I just need to be around you. You know, like I get to know someone we're, we're live like we're living together. We're just are we're existing. That's how I get to know someone. It's not like a fucking interview format all the time. And I, I think I would lose my mind if I was him. I know. I It's interesting when you hear them have those conversations, because at first you go, well, okay, is he really not talking to her? Is he not opening up to her? What's going on? But then all of a sudden when you hear, you know, even on after party, she said, yeah, no, we have had those conversations. We've had a few of them. And it just, yes, I, I, I don't know how to say, I just agree with you because I am not, listen, I'm a talker, but I'm also in a relationship of very much a be around. I don't want to feel that I'm on, you know, $25,000 pyramid or whatever, trying to get, <laughs> I just, I don't want, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want to feel that way. I just want either natural conversation, which she, I think she's trying to force something and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is that she, I mean, if my husband or if I sat up until 3am and I was like, so just like, hmm, <sighs> what else, you know, what else is going on in there? I would fucking Snap. Yes. Yes. I mean, I can't imagine, as I like to say, a fresher hell than 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 
feeling the pressure of having to be interesting after you're even just hanging around somebody like go out and do something. You don't have to force it. It just seems so it's just like and I'm going to say something. I don't I don't know how popular it'll be. I don't see her as somebody who's getting all that deep. I mean, what is it that she's sharing? You yeah. Know? I mean, uh, how is this a back and forth thing or I don't know. Well, it, that's what it doesn't make sense because then later she said she was asking him what he told the others. And, you know, when they all kind of sat around and basically he had said the calendar thing is good, but I want her to go places because she wants to be there. And Chris said the same thing to Kirsten that, well, he wants you to want to be there. And she's like, well, when I'm secure in my marriage, I want to want to be there. And I'm just like, I, I mean, <sighs> the, I just, I wanted to like sit on a blender and turn it on. I just, <laughs> I don't understand what any of that meant. I, I, because, because then she says to him when they were kind of on the balcony and it was like, oh, where do they go? Where do we go from here? Whatever that is. She said, well, I need to express myself better. I need to learn to express myself better so I can have deeper conversations. And so what are you fucking trying to get out of him at 3 a.m. if you're not having a deep conversation? I just don't, I don't understand. I feel that someone (laughs) real talkative got matched with someone who's pretty quiet and someone's going to end up, I don't know, in jail. Because yes, and it might with be manslaughter me. charges. <laughs> it might be me. It might be the two of us. Maybe we could be cellmates. Because, and then when you say that somebody talkative with somebody who's not, I don't see her as the talkative one. I see him as just in natural settings. You know, he's the one who's got a lot to say. He's kind of dynamic. You know, she doesn't have much going on when unless somebody's asking her a pointed question. Or she sees a, a mansion she's interested in. You know, I don't really see a whole lot that she wants to share with people. So I'm just. In, can we just can we just you just said that she said she needs to learn how to express herself. It's week seven in a fucking TV experiment. OK, when are you going to learn how to express yourself? Maybe you should have thought of that before you signed up to get married at first sight. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. Um, I just, cause even when they left so they had to go early cause he had to go to work, which I get, I mean, she's probably a little bit sick of, <laughs> of his work. I mean, I'm sick of it. I'm happy for him and I'm glad he's a go-getter, but I'm just sick of it. Cause I'm sick of hearing about it just because <laughs> I'm sick of it being a problem for them. Um, mm-hmm. but when they were leaving, she was like, that was really fun. And I thought for who, who had fun? <laughs> I didn't have fun. I know. I, it was all, it was the opposite of fun. (laughs) It was. And then even on, on, it kind of tells you she's a little bit of a bullshitter because on after party, she said that the uh, retreat did nothing for her and Shaq or their marriage. So I think basically she wanted to say, I had a really nice time at the eighties party. I got hammered. I danced. I think that's what she's, that was the only nice time she had that. And she went at dinner when she said, uh, someone told her to be where her feet are. And Shaq oh. said in every lesson, there's a blessing, which I loved by the way, Clint jumping up and everyone like saying hallelujah. Cause it was, they oh, were like yes. preach, but yeah, I, 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 okay. So listen, I, Kirsten is a successful woman. She seems like a nice lady. Um, 
I think that we have have felt as if she seems a little too relaxed at times. Um, so we are missing something, right? And mm-hmm. I, but I do think that Shaq is seeing more than we are seeing. Obviously, we know that because we understand that we're not there twenty four seven, even though it feels like we are. But mm-hmm. I, I, I do agree that something I can't get it out of my head that he said it before that things were different on camera than they are off. And yes. just like Clint said tonight about Gina on after party, which I already knew. Um, I, I, there's just something I, I, something feels a little bit like bullshit. It does. It does go back to like, even I just, experts when they're in the room and they sit down with them, whether it's Cal or Pepper and they say, how are things going? She's like, it's good. Everything's good. I mean, I just think, I don't think she is, and I'm, I'm not, I don't think she's a manipulative, deceitful person. I'm just saying, I think she's just trying to get through it. And I think she's maybe a, a Southern lady who's polite to her elders and polite in front of a film crew. And then when, you know, the cameras are off and she's not in a good mood, she's maybe a little bit different. I, just I don't know. clams up. I think she might just clam up. Okay. There was one thing that really made me laugh in that when, when they were doing those cards, mm-hmm. and I think this was Chris, Kirsten and, and Shaq, right? That it was, what's your favorite imperfection? Oh, yes. Okay. So she says something about you've been improving, improving in this, but you need to listen more and I need you to do that more. And his was like, well, you, I love how you take time when you used to feel too much pressure to not overanalyze. None of it made sense. But I was like, both of you missed the fucking point of what a favorite imperfection is. A favorite imperfection is like, I, is something fun, something like a fate. I mean, that's a, that's just a, that's just something that bugs you about them. That's something that you think needs improvement. Like a favorite imperfection in my mind would be like, Oh my God, I love that you wear those God awful shoes every day. And I think it's whatever. You know what I mean? I was like, didn't everyone miss what that meant? They just found an opportunity to say something that they find lacking, but they're glad they're improving on, which to me is not what the point was. Am I wrong? Right. You're not wrong at all. And in fact, I'm glad you brought that up because I know I was thinking that because in my head originally, because who was it? Jasmine brought the cards or whatever. I was thinking, oh boy, Gina, hope they give Gina a lot of time for this one. Cause like uh, that would be a perfect, that my favorite imperfection. It's like Clint, we could think of a million, you know, like funny, you know, like the fact that you like to wear eyeliner, even what, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just, your dad joke, yeah. something like yeah, that. That's actually, exactly. in, I feel like a favorite imperfection is supposed to be something slightly endearing and endearing. both of them just fully fucking missed it. And it really, yeah. yeah, for some reason, both drove me crazy and made me laugh. Um, another- well, and cemented the fact that we know that they're doomed, <laughs> fucking doomed. <laughs> yeah. Cause they couldn't find one cute little thing that they like about the other one. Um, the other thing that really made me laugh was when they went in for those old time photos and, oh. and the lady working goes, do you guys have an appointment today? Well, there's a camera crew pointed at her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I miss that. I didn't even, that is hysterical. I totally miss that. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys, 
Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, so what do you guys do? Do you have an appointment? I don't have anything on the books. I mean, I know there's a camera crew on my face. Um, and I definitely <laughs> knew you guys were coming, but please let me know if you had an appointment today. I mean, I'm not sure who how the lighting got set up in here, but yeah, it turns out it's we have an open slot for you guys. Oh my god. Uh that well, I was love, I love that shit. Um Shaq likes Kirsten in red, you know. He does. I think that's she the best looks thing. great. Yep, that's the the best thing they have going for them right now. And they is, looked fun during that. They, yeah, I, 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 that's the thing is they have chemistry. They have, I mean, maybe I don't know. Sometimes every time I say something positive, I just turn around and shit right back on it today. Well, no, I just think it's. I mean, we're in this with them, and it doesn't feel good. You know, <laughs> I mean, you could go to the Rocky Mountains and stay in a beautiful house and have Clint make you some delicious food, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be a good time if you're, you know, mismatched. Uh, speaking of, um, well, before we do that, Kirsten and Shaq, if you do happen to improve your connection and, and you continue boning, which we're not sure anymore, if you're still doing, we're confused by Mm -hmm. that. Um, Mm -hmm. not that you have to tell us, but we'd like to know. Um, we do have some very comfortable sheets for you to sleep on. This is, as you guys know, one of our favorite sponsors, Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E because they have clean bamboo sheets that feel super soft. They call it vegan silk for a reason. They're luxuriously soft, smooth as silk, more breathable than cotton, hypoallergenic. They are made from bamboo, non-toxic bamboo fabric. Mary, we love these sheets. Sarah, we love them so much. And also just know that even if they're not boning, when they go their separate ways, they each should just treat themselves to these sheets because they are the most comfortable. I wake up the most rested and energized. I don't sweat anymore. Sarah, you know what a night sweater I was. They keep me so cool. These sheets are light and buttery. And honestly, they're great on my hair. They're great with my skin. They are, um, I never have any irritations or allergens from them. They are the most comfortable sheets. And also we really enjoy that they're dedicated to improving the planet. They're committed to going beyond sustainability. They create products consciously and they give back. Every purchase gives back to environmental nonprofits. So you can try them for 30 day risk-free guarantee. Return them if you don't like them, but that's not going to happen. I promise. Attitude E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast and then use my podcast at checkout for $25 off your betting order. So it's attitude.com slash my podcast and then use code my podcast $25 off your betting order. You're going to thank us later. Um, You know what else I want to say? They are not a sponsor this week, but Thrive our code is still working. And last week I did not emphasize that the, my podcast, so thrive cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E medics.com. The slash my podcast has to be all caps. I did not realize that I got a couple messages about it. So I'm just throwing it out there because the code still works. So if you're going to use that, do that. And then 
when they're a sponsor again, I'll go into more detail. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's because we love them too. I know. I really do. Yeah, and so yeah. I, and I want people to use it. And I, I so I want people to uh, know that the code <laughs> needs to be all caps on the, my podcast part. Um, Gina and Clint speaking of, okay, listen, Clint had some fun. Um, Sarah. Yes. I do not like when somebody hangover shames another person. You know how I feel about this. I agree. And I, it is one of my, I think it's a real shitty character trait when somebody is, goes up to somebody who had a nice time, maybe imbibed, maybe was a little overserved, and then says, Good morning. How are you feeling today? It I is. hate that yeah, so that's, much. That's something that it feels so accusatory. And look, okay. He, 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 first of all, he looked for Hank in his, in his drunken sleep, which is adorbs. <sighs> okay. Know, and I don't even say adorbs, but that's adorable. Um, I know. And she said she had to help him find his pajamas. And okay, they were at, first of all, everyone got drunk that night. Even Keisha said, it was your party. Everyone was drinking. I think Clint maybe had a couple more. Maybe he forgot to have some water. Clint, just FYI, always have a glass of water. You seem like a professional. Just letting you know, always one glass of water with your, uh, you know, as we know, I don't, I don't get hangovers, which drives Mary insane. Um, yes. But I also don't, you know, I'm also not doing shots at 80s parties every night. I, everyone, it was a, it was a one-off thing, right? They had a party. And they're in the woods. Who gives a shit? They're at a house. Yes. They're at a house. They're and he's fucking- cooking everything and he's taking care of yeah. other people. If the guy wants to have fun. Now, I was glad it's, that Keisha- It's his motherfucking birthday. Yeah. I was glad that Keisha didn't, you know, because I remember last week we felt like they were kind of making fun of him or shaming him or something. And then she's like, no, it was your birthday, whatever. I think she fig- I think she watched tonight's episode and figured out the same thing we did. Now, I mentioned this last week that in the beginning- I recall Gina saying that she doesn't really drink. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem. But mm-hmm. I she does she seems like so because of like she seems like one of those people I don't drink a lot and then I judge when other people do. And so that doesn't that's not fair because it's a the guy obviously has just had some fun one night and then all of a sudden when she went to that group thing and said described him the night before and was like, I mean, that's not, you know, like I can ask anyone in the world and that's not what they would want. They wouldn't be like, oh yeah. Get, I'm like, it was a, it, you're acting like he's Arthur or something, you know, from the movie, like coming falling down every day. Like I, I, you can ask me and I wouldn't have any problem with if my husband had one night of fun and then I had to help him find his pajamas. So you can ask someone and I would tell you that that's not, the one night doesn't fucking, you know what I mean? It's not like he was out humping strippers and what it's just annoying. It annoyed me. And listen, I, it annoyed the shit out of me too. And it made me think of something and I don't even have all the facts to back it up. And I'm sure you're not going to remember, and I'm not going to apologize for it. But I remember in the beginning when they got married and her, whoever was, did the, uh, the oh. speech from hitch or whatever. Yeah. She- and they, <laughs> and, and they, t- you know, and they talked about in that something about like, if you, they were sort of anti-drinking. There was some sort of sentiment about not drinking. It, it was, a, but it was a, but it's like a scripted, 
you know, well, she yeah, didn't write right. that. It's like if she you're going to drink, it. Dr- get drunk on love right. or whatever it was. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like but some- I, it feels to me, and I am totally just speaking for Mary and what I am gathering from this situation. I have no evidence or proof, but it feels to me like that she doesn't drink. It, she comes from a place where drinking is viewed as like uh, maybe not not what a good Christian family does or whatever the case may be. And it like that it's a bad thing. And it's just, she just comes off snarky and judgy about that. And it seems like more of a belief system to me for her than it does for anything else, because the way she responds, I don't know. Well, first of all, the girl that said that was her bridesmaid and she seemed, if she wasn't hammered at that wedding, then I'll kiss your ass. So that girl seemed hammered when she's later in the, in the wedding. I don't, I mean, it, first of all, to be clear, I don't give a shit if she drinks or not. I, I have no judgment on yeah. she, just like she shouldn't judge if people do. Now, if this person has a if if she thought he had a problem and this was happening every night, uh, which, by the way, I might drink every night if I was with Gina right now, too. Just saying. Um, but yeah. I just. It, it doesn't. I just don't. I, it felt like an excuse to shit on him. and. He even said that on an after party, he's like, these were never, this was never voiced to me. So if she has a problem with that. If she says, Hey, when I see something like that, it triggers this thing in me because my dad was an alcohol or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if there's something to it, then you have to say it to him, not to the group of friends behind his back and be like, I mean, if I could ask anyone, they wouldn't want that. It's like one guy that had a little bit too much fun one night. I mean, well, that's, that's what I don't like is that it feels like, like the way she's speaking about it again to the group and not to him. It's like it's a problem. I mean, we've seen other seasons where you've seen someone that with their drinking. Maybe my example would be Lindsay in Boston, <laughs> where it was like, oh, let's take a knee, girl. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I could just probably because see she would a video of myself. She would start a huge right. fight every time. Yeah. Right. So it's like I'm just saying the way I don't like that positioning that he's like this problem drunk in in the way she said no one else would want would choose that or whatever i was like i don't honestly i think no one else would choose you if they had to pick between you or clint i mean in terms of just how against fun you are and i don't mean drinking for fun i just mean like anything with a smile no it's not about it's not the 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 thing isn't about drinking here because no. I don't think that's what I think she's looking for things to to use excuse as excuses when she says no, because I don't you know, everyone was partying that night. Kurt, they they I mean, it, it was brought up several times that Kirsten was really partying, um, you know, too. Mm-hmm. And we saw them all doing. Sh- so I understand when it's your partner now, you know, that if you're that you're going to be a little more critical. Sure. But. At, at the same time, voice it to him. If there's an, if you're like, I don't, I can't be with someone who parties one time on their birthday. I can't be with that person. <laughs> then say yeah. it. Okay. And yeah. again, we don't know everything that goes on, but that is what we're going off of. And it is what she said. And she said, based on that night, I could ask anyone and they wouldn't be like, oh, I want to be with that guy. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, and then it got into the whole, like, I don't feel like a wife thing. I know we're all over the place, but that's what this show is. Um, you know, it got into the whole, like, I, I don't feel like a wife thing. And I 
was really glad on after party that he was like, no, but she also hasn't made me feel like a husband. Like she hasn't. Right. It's 50 50 here. And I just think she looks for right ways to lay the blame on him. And this is just you know, our take or whatever, but it feels like she looks for the way ways to lay the blame on him. So when he is having fun and she's hiding her face and he's just too, they're just way too different. She's a stick in the mud or, you know, in my opinion, I mean, she's, maybe she's fun with her friends. Um, but I, I, so far we just see her as like very judgy and eye rolly at every time he's having fun, whether it's sober or not. And, um, anyway, well, can, can we also talk about the fact, and again, it's almost like, did she piss off production? Because is this an editing thing that, you know, are we, because we're going based off of what we're seeing, you know, and that's all we can do. But the, the scene when they're on the, the porch or whatever the hell it is, and she's upset because one of her employees quit and she's get she's vulnerable and Clint, like, Listen, he's no hero. He's no saint. Okay. And she's not a villain, but he could not have been more empathetic, understanding, supportive, and actually like genuinely gave a shit. And I've never seen her be that way towards him when it comes to anything. I mean, she literally, it sounds like on After Party, like even Eris said something like Clint cooks food for her and Gina just comes home with takeout and shit. Like I've never seen Gina interested in anything Clint's done ever. No. And I was actually really glad to have Eris on after party, you know, talking about those things because a, he said, um, you know, that he's like, that's, and even Kirsten said like cooking is his love language. That is way. Those are ways he's being a husband. And Eris said, in the moment when they talked and about the employee quitting, he's like, that's what, you know, he was being a husband. He was showing up as a husband, which he was, he was very, so he was, I mean, he was recognizing everything about it. He's like, God, you put so much time into her. You trained your craft to her. This must be so disappointing. You gave a year of your life, yeah. a year of your expertise. Like he got everything about why she was upset. And yeah, so I guess that juxtaposition with, um, being so, uh, decided that she can't that no one would want to be with someone who called out for her dog their dog in the night because they had too much to drink which by the way is like my dream um it is the cutest thing but it's like i guess that's why i feel that those things that she picks on and those things that she decides are too much about him and we even saw it in some previews where she looks like she's talking about those things again how she doesn't like his personality um uh, there was a preview for that. I don't know if it's next week or the rest of the, I don't know when it is, but there was, that was shown where she basically is like secondhand embarrassment. I get secondhand embarrassment <gasps> and we've been seeing that. And I said it, I think even last week and she, I was right. She covers her face. She gets embarrassed. They're just not a good match. I mean, that's no, it. No, no. And yeah, it's, you know, it's too bad that it, you know, week one, we find out that she doesn't like his outside and by week eight turns out she doesn't like his inside either. And you know, maybe the experts, maybe it wasn't the best. I don't know. 
I don't know. I do. I did think it was telling at the end, though, when they're talking like, oh, what was your favorite part of the retreat or best part? And Clint's like, "Ah, I got to recharge out in the woods with the wilderness and charge my battery and blah, blah, blah. And Gina's like, I liked the group dinners. <laughs> like, I liked when other people know? were there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked when it wasn't just you. That was my favorite part of the couple's retreat. So thanks. Wow. Mm. They want us to believe something else is going to come with them because they were playing a little song because the game ain't over yet. No, the game ain't over yet. Game ain't over yet. Although that does not top. Did you hear the song when they were walking into when Chris, Kirsten and Shaq and Nicole and Chris were walking into uh, the, the lady who didn't know they had an appointment today for the old time photos. There was like this. I mean, it was like real country and it was like, oh, it was better than, okay. Not, it wasn't as good as butter, the biscuits, the hillbilly hugging. It wasn't as good as that, but it was like, um, it it, is something my, did it have to do with butter? Yeah. My, she's the cross. She's the dot to my eye, the cross to my tea, like cornbread and butter. We go together like cornbread and butter, cornbread and butter. (laughs) We go together like cornbread and butter. Oh, I did pick up on, well, again, anytime I hear butter, I perk up, but yeah, that was, that was a pretty, you're right. It's second to a country kissing. He'll yeah, be him, but it was memorable. It was fun. Yeah. It was also yeah. fun when when Clint pointed at the uh, the lumberjack thing and said that uh, they took a template of his body um, and that he was <laughs> way too hungover to climb up. And and here's the uh, thing. In in I, I do want to say in de- in defense of Gina, if you really wanted to do the lumberjack thing with your husband, which she didn't care. I mean, she doesn't care. Um, but. Him being hungover all day and saying he's hungover, I, I could see where it could be annoying. Okay, there's no right. There's no right. world where I don't understand where she could, you could be annoyed by something like that. But to sum it up and say, if I asked anyone, they wouldn't want that guy based on the one night is where I felt this is her using an excuse to say just she's adding it up in her head to say no on yeah. on D Day. She's to say he also. You know, he he was hung over that one time and I wanted to I really wanted to climb the lumberjack pole or whatever with him. Yeah. No, she's but exactly what you just said. She's building a case to support that. I mean, she decided long ago, by the way, the lumberjack feud. Is that what it was called? Yes. I I, I would rather. Go pick ahead. up trash on the side of the road, serve hard time, get a colonoscopy. Like I, whether I was, whether I just came from a a month long rehab and was the most rested I'd ever been in my life, I would not want, that's just, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to saw a log with you and your partner. You wouldn't Um, want to. I'm never going to, no, I'm never going to be labeled a timber sport athlete. Okay, Sarah, I have a, I have a feeling that I can, uh, I can say that with confidence (laughs) that this lifetime, it's not in the cards for me. No, I I agree with that. I, nothing looked worse. I don't understand. They have this beautiful house in this beautiful setting and they go to fucking the lumberjack feud. I I, just uh, stay home. Stay. Also, I was really watching them climb those poles. Like the amount of up 
the amount of muscle mass and the amount of like strength, upper body and lower body strength. I mean, that's why Jasmine crushed the shit out of it. because She's just one lean muscle, just like scaling this thing. I, it was I would have. No, it would have been. Where's Mary? She's in the van with the air conditioning on. My favorite, though, was when Clint was like, uh, hey, I don't want to get champagne all over the. Or, what do you say? Wait, don't want to grease the Don't want to coat it with champagne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah he, uh, but then you know what? That night they were back in the hot tub and he had a big old bottle of the cheapest champagne you could get and sprayed it everywhere, took a swig sure. out of it, asked everyone where their favorite sex place was. <laughs> And Gina just looked like she was going to just, she just wanted someone to dunk her or him underwater and hold him there until it got quiet. Sarah, the look on her face was probably the most, uh, not pronounced or, but I was just, when he said that, or it was either right, where's everybody, where'd you have sex or weirdest, whatever. She looked like. He just, I don't know, admitted to committing the worst crime in the world. I mean, she was, she was just so disgusted. It was palpable. And then when, and then when he talked about it, it was being on, it was like on the lifeguard stand. And then Nicole was like, are you sure it was with a human and not a dolphin? He's like, I don't know. It was wet. And Gina was just like, <laughs> oh, and like, hey, well, it was your friend, Nicole, that brought up the dolphin joke, honey. Um, yeah. yeah, it was, uh, she just. I, I, that's the thing is like, they're just, their their personalities couldn't be more different. So she is getting super judgmental. Like I, you know, like we saw in the preview where she's calling it secondhand embarrassment, where she's mad at him being hung over one day. It's just, and, and then, and I honestly think now I, I thought it was good on after party that he was like, look, I, she never said these things to me. I left thinking we had a nice time and it's like super disappointing to hear that she went to the group and complained about me instead of talking to me about it. And, and that's it. Keisha said, well, see, you know, things seemed good versus what she said to the others. And he was like, yeah, that's where the confusion is for myself. If you, if you want, you, you ought to be fair here and it, and at least give him the chance to either defend himself or do something different. Um, but I, she just doesn't want to. No, not at all. She's she her mind's been made up and all she can see is negative things when she sees him. You well, know, I mean, even if what? Well, he said I she uh, sorry, but he said there, there's oh. more of a bond when camera is on and that speaks volumes. And I know that we said that before that we assumed that was what was going on. And he's like, yeah, camera's off, different person, no excitement, no glimpse of friendship, which everyone has been convinced they're going to be really good friends. Clearly, they're not. Um, because, and I could, I, I just, you could get that kind of sense about her that she doesn't want to look bad on camera. And then she wants, she's going to say these things to the groups to seem like she's the one getting the shaft here, but they all know him. I mean, Eris was like, I want him to be his authentic self. And, 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 and when she, she'll tell her I'm making for dinner and she'll come home with takeout. So she, you know, that's, yeah. being, that's bitchy. That's being bitchy. Well, it's just, it's just also like ruining. Well, oh, did she? Unless he's making camel it, or whatever, then I understand. Well, true. Wait, what? I know it was, I don't know what group scene it was, but she talked about, was it either the brunch or whatever, when how uh, 
the two that left, Mac and Dom. Yeah. She was like, she brought that up and was like, um, you know, it actually shows like that would have been the easier thing to do, like almost patting herself on the back. I want to be like, you should have just done that then instead of putting him through this and making everybody else fucking miserable. Well, yeah, because that's so true. She said that. And then and she basically she's repeating shit. She's heard him say which she was like, you know, he. Um, you know, I want, uh, easy, it's easy to quit. It's easy to quit. It's harder to stay, blah, blah, blah. Like she's heard Clint say that. So she's repeating it. Um, but he, he said too, when they talked about what do you need from your, um, at D days around the corner, what do you need from your significant other? And I was like, didn't they ask this last week or am I crazy? Um, I feel like they ask it every, every commercial break, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Jesus. But he said, you need to vocalize any issues so we can solve them as a couple. And right. so maybe someone had already given him word of something that she had said, because I thought that was interesting. Once we saw an after party, I thought I was like, one may I wonder if Eris or somebody said to him, hey, this is what she said, you know. All I know, it, 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 probably. And right before she said she brought up um, Mac and Dom at the dinner or whatever, she was like, all of us need to give ourselves an immense amount of grace. (laughs) I was like, hold my hair back. Like, no, like, no, no. I knew that when she said the grace word that you were probably losing it. (sighs) And um, I I could feel your I could feel your anger from my home. Grace is, is, I think, you know, deserved and earned and warranted for a lot of different reasons, but not not because you stuck it out on a reality show and then act like a bitch when the cameras are off. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, I did think one thing that she said was good um, and that he said was very valid and, and he understood it was that she's like, you're just a man of so many words and and you want someone on your level. And so I want you to speak with the goal of me understanding you, not with you explaining something to me. Um, so I think he must, I don't know if he, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, not that well, she's, I don't know. But I, I thought it was good because he was like, that's very valid. I get that. And then he told her to, she's on her phone all the time. And she's like, that's true. I'll work on it. But I think she's on her phone because she doesn't give a shit what he's ever talking about. (laughs) I know. I know. No, I agree. When she did say that to him, I thought I thought she articulated it well and he seemed to understand what she was saying. And I felt like even I it was clear to me what she was saying and made me wonder if maybe he can come off a little bit condescending if he's, you know, talking about something he knows a lot about or whatever the case may be. Not even condescending, but just, you know more of like an authority than somebody who's really trying to get someone to understand what they're saying, you know? Yeah, I can see that in him. You could, I mean, and it's, it's not necessarily a, it's not coming from a malicious place, but people just sometimes are, well, this is what I know about. So I'm just going to talk about it and I'm going to, you know, teach right. you my ways instead of <laughs> um, having like a conversation with someone about it, I guess. But speaking of, Let's go on to Nicole and Chris. Yeah. We're already deep we're in this. Um, long-winded gals, aren't we? <clears throat> I mean, <sighs> they're they had a nice time taking old timey pictures. They're they're doing all right, you know. I first of all, the fact that you 
didn't come out right, right out of the gates complaining that when they were, she was talking about how they had a lot of fun the night before. So I think they were having a little bit of a hangover too. Um, remember Chris was partying in his wig and whatnot. Oh yes. Yeah. And she's like, we're just so tired. And she's like, look at my little baby. Oh yeah. It, I, I think I, I didn't like quite brown out, but I like can't even engage in those moments. I have to like, I have to look away. Okay. I was just curious. I really I expected well, more of a reaction from you. On I'm sorry. Yeah. I, you know, I get to a, a point when I, I, I think that they, they sometimes fall into the same thing a little bit with Shaq and Kirsten, where they just go around and around and oh. around and around, you know, I mean, we, you've, you've, we've talked about this, the whole lease thing and the conversation and the, it's like, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. I, I, I understand her wanting to know. And then I do like how she finally said, can you just, all I need you to say is yes, promise me that we will figure this out. Like, okay, like a little kid. And I can, I can understand that because maybe that would be something I would need to hear in a situation like that, but quit trying to nail it down. Cause it's just logistically not possible right now. Well, I mean, she, she, first of all, even Kirsten was kind of like, yeah, but you guys do need to find the right place. Kirsten was even kind of saying, because she was talking to Kirsten about it while he was talking to Chris. And she, she said, yeah, you do have to find a place that will be comfortable instead of just jumping into a place. And, um, and it just, first of all, she, 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 she talks about him not saying things to just please her and to put himself first. And then she says, just tell me that this is what you're going to do. And then she says she doesn't want to run over him. Then she goes, but just tell me, don't appease me. But also now tell me that you're going to appease me by saying that we're going to move in together. Like It's just, it's nonsense. It's, it's fucking yeah, nonsense. It is nonsense. It, it's, I understand that she wants, I do. I get it. I want him to not be wishy-washy. She, but he's basically like, I'm just chill. She's not chill. I don't want to be wishy-washy either, but we need to figure it out. And she just wants to hear this is going to happen this day on, uh, you know, June 1st, we are moving into blah, blah, blah. And they just don't have that ready yet. And I can see both ends of it, but I think the more she says shit like that, the more he's like, that was the plan. I am, I'm not, I understand that it seems too wishy-washy to you, but like, I'm going to get it done. And I can understand that being frustrating, but I'm a very much a person who likes to see action too. So I get that about Nicole, but it's, it's just the opposite of things that come out of her mouth and then telling him to do this certain thing for her and then saying, but don't appease me, but then saying, just appease me by saying it's going to happen. It's just, it's, it's, it's mm. my, mm. I, I, I never knew that anyone could make mini golf look so stressful and annoying. I wanted, I wished I had a mini golf um, putter on my lap so I could snap it while I watched this. That was so, I mean, talk about, okay, you mentioned having a story about you and your husband. I need to hear this because I, I don't, I don't think Mark and I have ever played mini golf. Okay. No, my, my story is John's reaction to oh this. oh okay so he was watching with me and 
then she starts getting frustrated at mini golf. And then she's like, um, you know, first of all, that scene was so long at the beginning, even before it got interesting. And she, I was like, I'm never going to get my time back from watching these two play mini golf. I hate my life. <laughs> I hate everything about this. And then when she said, well, I flipped a monopoly board once out of anger when I, my husband literally stood up and he goes, everything is a thing with her. Mini golf turns into a childhood trauma monopoly story. And now, and he's like, I can't fucking do it. And he walked out of the room. <laughs> He flipped that, his own his his oh, own his own monopoly, monopoly board. board. Yeah. Oh, Sarah, I love John. John literally reacted for all of us in that moment because, yeah, it's 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 like she's in this particularly this like sucks the fun out of it. Like lighten up. Why? Why? I. Because I don't know. At, he even said, he's like, I'm, I mean, we, you know, we had a little bit of fun, but we're never going mini golfing again because it was way too stressful. It, oh, it was too much work. God. But the thing is, and listen, I, I, I hate that she has trauma. I hate that she, you know, I want her to work on all that stuff, but I just don't want to watch it, I guess, <laughs> because I, when she, she started saying, um, you know, I'm just going to try not to be hard at myself for not being good at this. And I'm just getting a little bit discouraged. I need to take this as a learning experience. It's fucking mini golf. Well, this see, it's mini that, golf. That, see, now this is where a little bit of, I don't know how to say it, but I almost feel like Chris's personality or the way he responds to her in these situations, it almost antagonizes the situation because I feel like if he was like it's fucking mini golf you know what I mean like and kind of like knock it off versus I was trying to think of how I would respond if I were her when he'd be like well tr try it again just take another swing a little lighter this time you want me to show you I'd be like you know what I mean like he almost they they never neither one gave the other one the option to say this is a fucking nice fun little game that there's no there's no consequences if you're bad at it well, it no doesn't matter yeah no constant i mean per se i'm getting discouraged i'm trying not to be hard on myself for not being good at a kid's game it's like i mean i i she you need to have some fun that isn't putting on a dino costume okay have some fun in oh. your life that doesn't involve making someone put a dino costume on i just it, it it's that i'm that's the only time you can have fun. And then you don't even fully commit. You just go, you know, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. If you're going to put on oh a God, dino. Sarah, 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 my ass cheeks. The <laughs> rar is what fucking not took me over the edge. I, 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 I have such, I have such a hard time with that. That's why like, I can't watch like prank shows or I could never watch punk because like when they were walking up with that fucking, those fucking dinosaur costumes on the only way I could have gotten behind it is if they just didn't say anything and acted like everything was totally normal. Yes. You know what I mean? That's funny. That would have been funny. Just like, Hey guys, what's, what'd you make Clint? What, what's cooking? Not like, Rawr. I wanted to insert my head into my own asshole and then have somebody bowl me down a hill. <laughs> it was, it was rough. And okay. And this is another case though, of her saying, I don't want you to appease me. And then a hundred percent asking him to appease her to where even the producers said, was that appeasement? And he's like, yeah, I don't want to put that on. Oh. 
I mean, oh, I mean, he it, couldn't have been more clear that he was not he, literally walking into the kitchen. He's like, this is not my idea. This is all Nicole. Yeah. Never doing it again. Never doing that. Yeah. And so I, I guess I don't understand her saying, I don't want you to do things just to make me happy. And to, and, <laughs> and I want you to start putting yourself first and then being like, if you don't put on this dino costume, I'm going to be traumatized forever. I don't understand yes. to both sides of her mouth, you know? So it's yeah. like. I, and it's I, I mean, bizarre. I, want, I, I think he has to say. I don't want to put it on Nicole. I'm putting myself first and use her own words back at her for her to, to realize what she's doing. Yeah. And, and he could, I know he needs, you're right. He needs to literally use it as an example verbally to show her and he can say, Hey, you know what? You want to be a dino for brunch? Do you angel? You know, I, I support you, but I'm not wearing this fucking costume and, Saying rawr. Oh, it makes it just I have chills. The best was what he just goes. I, I just I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I, he I mean, honestly, goes, but I don't there, I don't understand. I think people I are just going to be confused. Confused. And, yeah. yeah. And oh, oh, and there was another moment in that there was a at, the, at dinner and I know I'm jumping around, but when she started to talk and she's like, I want to thank everyone for helping me grow. And, you know, that was a nice moment for everyone. And she's like, I hope I've given you all some words of wisdom. They panned over to Shaq and the look on his face was priceless. All I could think was, yeah, words of wisdom. Like when you spoke for Kirsten a couple of weeks ago and made me get up and leave the table. Like he just, he just looked at her like, I, the words of wisdom you give are making me want to scream. And I don't, maybe it was just an out of I, order edit, but it really made me LOL. Well, and he's definitely been on the, uh, the receiving end of her words of wisdom. Like you just mentioned when she spoke for Kirsten. So I'm sure what you saw, I, I miss all the fucking good things. I didn't miss when Gina made the face after Clint asked about weird sex positions. I caught that, but I did miss that one with Shaq. Yeah, it was, um, you know, you still got it on your DVR. Go back and give it a little. I was going to say it might might be worth it. Oh, I, I, I just yeah, I just think that um, even as as they when they talked about their cards and like with the thing you like least and most about me. And he said, I hate how hard you are on yourself. And, and I'm glad that he tells her that. And I know that she's aware of it. I know that she's aware of it. But in the moment when you're spiraling at mini golf is when you have to reel yourself in. Right. You've got to. <sighs> She has to learn to, to, I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm not like a therapist or anything, but she's got to figure some of this out too. And, um, and then it it made me laugh when she was like, now, what is your most favorite thing about me? And he said, caring and compassionate. But then she, again, she goes on to, well, my least for you is that you put everyone else above yourself. And I know it's because you're a good man, but so it's like to worry about that, but then constantly ask him to do things that, you know, is putting himself second, whether it be yeah. a dino costume or just saying something you want him to say about post-decision day, even though I totally agree with her that they need to live together. It's like these things, sometimes she frustrates me because I agree with her about a lot of stuff that she's frustrated yeah. about, but yeah, it's just the manner in which it comes out is like, so it just makes me want to, to, to rip my hair out and then, and, and, and not put it back. I don't know what that means. <laughs> 
I just, I know that um, anybody listening to this, obviously is just listening, can't see you, but you just said that with like a <laughs> diagonal Care Bear stare <laughs> that was just a million miles away. It was amazing. Oh, because that's, that's how I feel when I get to the end, uh, the end of this Girl. discussion for today. I mean, we, you know that we're going over to Patreon. I didn't even mention that uh, at the beginning of this, but we go over to Patreon and we keep talking. I definitely have more thoughts. We had, there, a lot happened in this episode and we still have more stuff from all the group stuff, but we've already been on here over an hour. So we are going to go over to Patreon where you get bonus content. I can't talk anymore, but I am. Bonus content, it's uh, $7 a month for all the bonus content plus Sunday episodes that are not Married at First Sight related where we just have a really fun 45-minute to an hour podcast for you available every Sunday of just fun stuff. So please go join us over there if you can. If not, we will see you next Thursday um, unless both of us move out of the state so that we, or move out of the country to a place where they don't get Married at First Sight so we so we can just get away from it next week. Because we're angry. I was going to say, don't don't give me any ideas, Sarah. (laughs) No, Uh, I love it. I love this show, and I love how frustrated I am right now. But I also don't. Okay, all the all the samezies (laughs) for me. See you over there. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?